Hey, if you're enjoying SLP's Wine and Cheese podcast, please take the time to rate and review us on your podcast player. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Maria. And I'm Deb. And here's our podcast. It's for the realistic SLP. Yes, who is also actively anti-racism. Yeah. And Maria, you've got a great book to use. Yes, I do. It's called The Jazz Man. It was recommended. I just Googled top books to read. And uh, it's awesome. And I have a student clinician, so I will give her her props. She is joined on our sessions virtually. Mm -hmm. So she has the book on YouTube up, which is great because it has music in there too. It has some jazz music. Nice. And yeah, she uses the green screen, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And we'll have an interview from Serena Murison. She was going to talk all about the green screen. So I was inspired by her interview. So incorporating the green screen with this book. So we working on the phrases I see a and then different items in the book, like a microphone, a saxophone, congas, um, just different. Oh, there's tap shoes. The jazz mm-hmm. does some tap dancing. So I get the kids to stomp their feet. It's a really great and interactive video book. And I highly recommend it. And it's really great. So use it. And it's, you know, it has jazz music, which I don't think many people listen to jazz music or none of my students really. They were impressed by it. I was trying to get huh. them to snap too. He uses his <laughs> fine motor skills. Yeah. yeah, that was that was tough. But um, so yeah, we tried snapping, we tried tapping, we have some congas, so I have them like tapping the table. So, you know, we're incorporating music throughout the story and it's I highly recommend it. Yeah, and there's a new Pixar movie called Soul that talks a lot about jazz music. So it could be um, like reintroducing something that they might have seen because it's semi newish on um, streaming. So, you know, I watched it. So good for you. Yeah. I didn't hear about that. Oh, it's so good. I liked it a lot. It's a little existential. So Mike didn't love it, but um, I, I like, I like existential stuff. What does that mean? I'm, I'm like, I'm going to Google existential, existentialism. But... It's like when art kind of, reflects or talks about the existence of people and the purpose Mm -hmm. of life and what happens before and after mike doesn't like that i would think no he he doesn't no because it's too like ambiguous and theoretical and you don't know that because you didn't do it and it's like you're thinking about it you're just thinking about it that's all it is uh, I hear you. I see. I see his point, but it's yeah. good to fantasize. It's good to imagine, and uh, especially yeah. for kids, letting them run wild. And I think music is great. And you know, I know uh, Stephen Neese would agree with us to incorporate oh, yeah. music, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of research on music and how it helps, especially children with autism. I found a research article about that when I was doing my presentation for Sisha. I feel like I say it wrong now because of Deb. Like Deb is. Well, modeling- I said Sosha, so you didn't even say what I said, which was I did- wrong. Luckily, it's- I didn't Kisha. say Sosha. <laughs> I'd sit now. I'm like super. Uh, what is that like? Um, 
self-conscious of how I say that word, uh, <laughs> like, whatever. the acronym rather. <laughs> but um, yeah, I did some research on that and they had the autism group. They, both groups were randomized controlled children with autism age 6 to 12 and one received a music intervention and one received a traditional non-music intervention and the communication scores and quality of life went up in the music intervention group so if that's yeah. great rationale I don't know what is Sal's right yeah my door hey Sal my fiance's here oh hello Sal yeah. how are you hi was. <laughs> what's up hi he's on the podcast what's up Sal Oh, Brooklyn problems. Oh, she's got to move the car. All right. Well, after this commercial break, Maria will be back. Bye. This episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese is brought to you by the Unexpected Podcast, hosted by me, Deborah Brooks, also co-host of SLP's Wine and Cheese Podcast. The show is all about the unexpected elements of pregnancy and parenthood. Each week, I take you along my pregnancy journey while interviewing new, expecting, and seasoned moms to hear their perspective on motherhood. I also have my husband, Mike Racine, comedian, on the show to talk about how he's feeling about his upcoming role as a father. So check it out. It's on Apple Podcasts. Hello, welcome to another part of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Deb. And I'm Maria. And once again, we have Serena joining us. Say hi, Serena. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Thanks. Yes, We're happy thanks for to joining have you. us. Um, so today we have Serena, who is here for part two of our episode. Last time she told us about all of the details of starting a business while having a full-time caseload as an SLP. Um, and today she's going to talk to us more about using the actual how part of the green screen business. So I'm really excited to hear this part. Um, Maria's still drinking wine and Serena's still drinking beer. There's yes. one sip left on my beer. Yeah. So Serena, sorry, you have no more alcohol in your home. So, and Deb is still pregnant. So you know, yeah. I just, I got to take one for the team, but I could do this. I could Good. do this. I'm drinking my Pinot Noir. It's very nice. It's even bodied. It smells, you know, to be honest, it smells like wine. You know, it I'm looks not, I'm, great. Yeah. I'm not that, um, skilled yet to tell the taste from just the smell, but I do know there's some fruits in here and some oak and even a little hint it said of tobacco oak hmm. so yeah very nice I'm, I'm into this this is very classy i feel classy drinking in your silk wine. robe in my silk robe you know just enjoying this so i can't wait to hear more about how to use a green screen while i sip on this yeah let us know how it is so i'm i'm eating dates right. yes Ooh, those date. for you those have a lot of fiber those will get you regulated right away. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is a thing in pregnancy. Yeah. And you need those dates right now. So dates with peanut butter taste just like a Reese's peanut butter cup. I'm not even joking. It's oh, so I'll good. try that after. Do really? That. Yes. Dates are also good because they have um, something. It's either serotonin or dopamine. One of the happy, mm. one of those happy it's chemicals. It's a happy something. Yeah. Oh. And then it's good for the umbilical cord. 
Really? Mm -hmm. I just got folic acid in it. All right. Okay. If your baby's ready to go. Hopefully. Hopefully. Deb is becoming a mom. I love it. Well, side note, pregnancy diet, if you look that up, very extensive and hard to keep up with. I'm not even that hungry. Okay. Guys, it sounds like a lot of work. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's too much work. It, It shouldn't be that hard. Well, I think that it's just an American thing. I think that they just stress you out in this country. Everybody else just goes in France eating all yeah. meats and cheeses and and some wine too. I some agree. Countries. Yeah, but here in the United States, they're like, we don't trust our citizens. They storm the Capitol. <laughs> totally, one hundred percent. That did happen. <laughs> that did yeah. happen. Yeah, but let's. We're not cheersing to that. <laughs> I'm not gonna no. cheers to that, but I no. will drink now just to you know mm-hmm. wash wash it away. You know, yeah, so, wash away the thought about the capital. While Marie is drinking, I want to tell everyone. So Serena is a fellow SLP. She's the co-founder of Play Spark Toys. When isolation orders were issued in March of 2020, the duo, which is made up of Serena and Kylie, a SLP and an OT, they recognized the difficulties that many pediatric therapists were facing during the transition to online learning and had a light bulb idea to create a green screen kit. Little did they know that this idea would catapult them into pursuing their vision of becoming a resource for therapists, educators, and families across the world. They send me a green screen kit as well as a sweatshirt I wear daily. <laughs> and um, I love them all so much. So thank you so much, Sharina. You're really welcome. And so now I'm wondering, um, and get as visual as you'd like to, tell me, how do I get started with a green screen? Okay, you ready? This was my setup in March. Oh boy. So this was how I was living, which is for those who are listening and not watching this video, I taped a bunch of construction paper to my wall. It was green. I did not own a desk at this point in my life. And I sat on the floor uh, and I had a little ottoman with a yoga block and a laptop on it. And then I had all of my therapy materials strewn about all, all over the room. And that is how I started doing green screen. And guess what? It was just as effective as using the green screen in my current fancy state with, where it's a felt green screen kit. So you can start for free or for as much as it costs for a pack of green construction paper. But I will say that the green screen kit that she does send, if you know, you should, if you choose to get it, um, it comes with a lovely hanging kit. It helps you hang it very nicely. And it is pretty aesthetically pleasing. So not that that yeah. doesn't look good with the paper. It looks like trash. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and I feel is. like this is giving me anxiety. I just want to like clean Tear it up and well, burn I just, it. I wish you had two more pieces of paper up there. Not know, that it I went that it far. <laughs> Well, what's fun about me is um, I really do like to live life um, on the fly. And I didn't plan how many sheets of paper it was going to take. So I just kept on taping it. And then there were some glares here. And that's why these sheets are here, because my tape had a glare. And then there's a piece of T-shirt that I ripped from a green T-shirt and taped to the wall here because of the glare as well. So, ah, huh. Interesting. So, life is crazy. Anywho, 
this is my point. You can, anyone can start with a green screen as long as you have a wall. And even if you don't have a wall, you can create like a partition or something. You need green behind you. You can figure out how. Um, you could use a green tablecloth from the 99 cents store. That's what I did. That's what most people do. And, and a lot of people don't do this because look at it. Yeah, because, it, well, it's your house. That's the problem, really. Right, it is your house at yeah. the end of the day. But, I mean, now, look at my new setup. I mean, now I'm a fancy, fancy pansy. Wow. Ooh, look at the whole thing. You just this did. Is, this is nice. me now. That was yeah. me then. Mm-hmm. You should do a plants. how it started. Yeah. Yeah, I should. And bookshelf and a nice rug. This, this I like. This is good feng shui. This is my new life, Maria. And I oh, do try to keep life it. pretty. I've like really figured it out now. Now, but when was this picture taken? Because the last time I saw your fig tree, it didn't look this good. This is a fake fig tree from Target. <laughs> and my other fig tree is on its last leg. Everyone say a prayer for him tonight. Because it's I will. The last night of its life. But what I will say is there were some really big changes that had to happen. And I'll tell you what they were. When I had this green screen kit set up, before, when I had my old green screen set up with the construction paper, um, a lot of the time my kids couldn't properly see the image. Yes, it worked, but it only really worked in the evening hours or in the early morning. But in the daytime, I had a window to my left and it shot a lot of light into the room. So it made the picture really uneven. And I was constantly having to like find a way to block the light from this window so that my picture could be really crystal like it is now. Mm -hmm. So I did that. I got a light source, a ring light, and I also got a desk, which really helped. Yes. Um, a lot of things improved. So, yeah. Definitely. A desk is, is important for sure. When you look at all these checks. We got, we've got a light source. I've got blinds now, and I've got a nice even felt green screen kit. Very nice. Loving it. Loving it. So then um, I have my green screen. Where can I find virtual backgrounds? playsparktoys.com, ah. but also green screen speech therapy Facebook group. The file section in that group is out of control. It we, there are literally thousands of free materials that therapists upload every day. I mean, I cannot believe these therapists who spend their time making activities and then sharing them for free. It's become this literal free for all page on Facebook, group on Facebook. So that's where you should go. And then- so can you can get ideas on the groups as well. So many ideas. So if you have troubleshooting questions, that group is like, I mean, they are just there to help. Any, anytime anyone has a question about getting started, there are 30 answers within 20 minutes. So that's, that's the great. place to be. That's where it's at. And then in terms of therapy ideas. So like, do you feel like you mostly use the background as like, decoration or education or both like is it there to look good and then you do things or are you always interacting with your green screen, screen. or combination? I am pretty much always interacting with my green screen okay. um because it's more fun and more functional for me for instance when I'm now when I read a book with my kids my books are on my green screen. I never pull up a book virtually. Like I huh. never pull them. I just mm -hmm. scan my, my pages to my book. So I'm showing where's spot right now. And I'll have my kids say, open the book and we pretend to open it. And oh. then we, 
you know, we've got our door here and we'll have to do knock, knock, knock. I want you to say open, open, open. And then I open the door and then we shut the door. So all of my backgrounds are kind of connected and interactive. Even if I'm not physically using felt pieces, I'm pretty much always interacting with the green screen. Okay. So she just showed us what that was and I was impressed. And <laughs> right? And I do like, oh, all the pages. At the door. So, you know, all up. the pages have their... Yeah. There's a monkey behind you. Like, I love this. Who I mean, you can build a Mr. Potato Head. So I pull up a plain potato head. And what I will often do with these types of activities is I hope that my kids also have a Mr. Potato Head um, mm -hmm. and that they can build it with me. Or I, if they don't own a Mr. Potato Head, I have actually mailed my kids um, printable version of Mr. Potato Head so that they can build um, this hmm. potato head during sessions. And if they don't own one, a lot of my kids are really low SES and they don't always own the toys that I pull up. So mm -hmm. I just give them a printable version. But this, you can build the Mr. Potato Head. So I might give clues about what I want next. If they guess it right, then I'll say, you know, what does Mr. Potato Head wave his hands with? Oh, I just gave the answer, but they'll say hands. What does he put mm -hmm. on his head? A hat. And we build the whole Mr. Potato Head and then Hopefully they have one that's already built. And then when we're cleaning it up, we might say like, let's put away the glasses, buy glasses, and then I'll, and they disappear. So she just swatted her hand and the glasses disappeared. So yeah. this is highly engaging. And it, it forces the client to keep their eyes on the screen and therefore you. So exactly. Amazing. Yeah. So then how do I use the green screen for this? Do you have this just all, like you always have that virtual background tab open with the pictures? That's one option. So you can always okay. have your virtual backgrounds page open. So usually I'm not a school-based therapist. I don't work in groups. I never do group sessions. So that's just my, my caseload is usually, I mean, always one-on-one, -on -one, unless there is a social worker or someone else who's attending the session, but usually it's two of us, you know, the, the one box is me and one is my client. And then I will put the two of us in gallery view on the left side of my computer and I'll pull my settings tab with the virtual virtual backgrounds onto the right side of my computer. And that's what I'm doing with you all right now. So you guys are on my left side and then my, my backgrounds are here so I can easily scroll through. But now that Zoom has done an update, um, you can also do share backgrounds, um, share slides as virtual backgrounds. So if you have a PowerPoint, you can go and just share a PowerPoint as a virtual background, which is amazing. Um, ah. I can't do it right now because I'm not the host of this meeting, but that way you can just save all your PowerPoints to your computer and you can just share those and you can enter the PowerPoint. It's really cool. So instead I of having individual pictures, they're all in one. They're like, you know, it just opens it up and then there are little arrows, but you don't have this like settings page and just kind of little arrows so you can click through the PowerPoint as you're in it. Oh, and nice. I made a YouTube video explaining this with Kylie at length. So I'll, if you all go to our YouTube channel, it's just PlaySpark and it, it's one of our videos. It's called using PowerPoint as virtual backgrounds. And that has been a game changer for real. I'll link it in the show notes. It'll, it's in the show notes as we speak. Perfect. Right. I had just got your under the sea PowerPoint. So that's yeah. a free one. So I was like, let me try this out. I love samples and so I'm nice. excited to look in to uh, try that. And you, you gotta try so it. Much. Yeah, I'm gonna like sing the song under the sea, you know, like. Of course, you have to. It. I get yes. into it. You should. <laughs>
Yes. So that brings me to the, this question. So which video conferencing platforms allow the use of a screen, green screen? Mm, well, none as good as Zoom. So okay. what, what I recommend doing is if you're using a different platform that's not Zoom, which a lot of people are, is um, you can still do green screen. So before I was seeing kids pretty much half Zoom, half Google Meet, and what I would do is turn off my Google Meet camera and then just screen share my Zoom window. And oh. the kids never knew the difference. And I was able to still use green screen. The only issue is if my kids were, did not have really great broadband and it was slow a little bit for them. So, you know, some of my kids, like I said, are really low SES. So their families were actually using data plans on their phone. Um, that does not really work so well with having to use Google Me and then screen sharing to Zoom. It was kind of complicated to do that. But if, if they have a pretty strong Wi-Fi access, then you should be good to go. That's a great tip. I never would have thought of that. So you just turn off your Google Me camera and then you screen share your Zoom platform. So that yes. And there's two options with Google Me. It'll say sc screen share a window or screen share entire screen. And you have to click window. Otherwise, your kids will be able to see the settings tab. So you right. just mm -hmm. click the window that is the Zoom window. And, the, and you already have to have your settings tab open. So that way you have an option of which window you're picking. And there are two different windows. I hope that makes sense. Yes, yes. it does. Because yes, I use Google sense. Meet. And there's the option share whole screen or share a window. Window, so right. Share a window. Share a window. Yes. And you already have your settings open prior to sharing. Because mm -hmm. then, then if you don't do that and you share the window, it, is, it becomes connected to the Zoom window. But if they're uh, separated from the beginning, you can do that. All right, good. So that's sure. troubleshooting if you guys run into that issue. Yes. That's a good tip. So why would you tell an SLP to use a green screen in teletherapy? I would really tell them just try it once and you'll have the answer because it is so interactive and I believe it is much less about, yes, a big piece of it is child engagement, but it is also your enjoyment. Um, as a therapist, we do better therapy when we are having more fun and when we are having more creative liberty. And when green screen is introduced, I am able to target more goals. I'm able to think a little bit more on the fly, which makes better therapy. So it's not that, that not using green screen doesn't do that. I think you still could, but I think for a lot of us who were not naturally teletherapists and kind of got thrust into this, it's just a really nice way to feel familiarized. Like you're back in the therapy room and it, it just kind of feels like the same, almost different, but sometimes even better. Yeah. Less effort, right? Less physical effort. Yeah. You know, like I'm not crawling. I don't have rug burn at the end, you know? Great. That's always a good thing. I'll cheers to that. Yeah. Cheers to no rug burn. Cause I always have rug burn. <laughs> I did not get rug burn. I really am a very yeah. active therapist. Yeah. A, thing, a thing I don't miss about when I used to do home care was always taking my shoes on and off. And if you ever had Hunter rain boots, those things were like, I just, I actually sold mine on eBay. Like they reek so hard to get off your feet. And you're like, my feet would often smell bad because of the shoes that I was wearing and I would take them off entering a home. And I would just be like, they're all they're going to remember is that this lady came in and had terrible smelling feet, rubbed them all over the carpet and left. Yeah. I hated when I would accidentally wear shoes like flats and then I'd be in someone's house barefoot and I'm like, ugh. Hmm, those oh, are the I worst days. <laughs> I really did find a nice shoe balance and I feel like I really figured it out. Um, but at the beginning, yeah. 
a tip yeah. for anyone who's still doing home care, keep an extra pair of socks. In your yeah. Bag. Keep your socks. Um, use odor eaters. If you have smelly feet, that, that, mm. those pow- that powder is like, it really, really works. Well, I do not miss home care because my least favorite part was getting out of the house. That was hard. Do you have a hard time transitioning, Deb? I have a hard time having people stop talking to me. And then I also have a hard time unlocking doors. <gasps> too, you know so what? by the time it's time for me, I'm like, I'm out. It's time to go. I'm like, I can't even get out. There's like four locks. Home care for me is my jam and I absolutely love it. But I could... When I was seeing kids in person in homes, um, I it, it could never be less than an hour because I cannot end a conversation. Like I have a like something is actually there's something happening to me and I cannot end the conversation. I can't even jingle my keys. Like I would try and I'd be like, that's rude. And you know, yeah. I really yeah. like, but luckily when I would co-treat with Kylie, she was like, time to go. She'd be out the door and I'd be like, you know, that's a really nice costume. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, yeah, and I, I need her in my life. <laughs> I know. She'd be like, we ha- get out of the house. Ha- what are you doing? Yeah, Why are you out. still chatting? It's too hard. People keep talking to me. Yeah. yeah. And we want to listen as, as SLPs. You want to yeah. listen to, especially if it's like the parent and they're like, just wanna, they're chatting, know, they're chatty. And then they want to like, know about like, Oh, where'd you get your shoes from? You know? And you're like, ah, I gotta go. And now suddenly go. we're talking about a dentist appointment. And like, <laughs> I have some insight and now we're here for too long. Yeah. 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 It's hard. So everyone stick to teletherapy and green screens as long as you can. Um, can you show us maybe one more activity, one or two more activities that you've done in teletherapy? Sure. Let me show you the, the classic, the one that we all absolutely love. Everybody loves this. It's the bubble blowing. So, um, what I love about this activity is it's a really good way to get deep breath for my kids when they're getting a little too stimulated. So a lot of my kids, um, I really do specialize and work with kids who are autistic and I, um, often one thing that you have to keep in mind when you're doing green screen is it can be really stimulating and really exciting, but also it can be overstimulating and you kind of need to chill it down. So if you're doing a lot of really interactive activities, I'll often like alternate them with a calming activity and bubble blowing is a really good one. So, um, but it can also be overstimulating depends on your kid. I have one kid who literally cannot Stop stimming off of your screen, right? Like, yeah, all in. But what's great about this is if you have your bubble wand, um, let's pretend I have a bubble wand and I'm holding it up to the webcam. Mm -hmm. I'll have my kid take a deep breath and blow into the camera. And as they blow, bubbles, bubbles show up and then we'll work on popping or counting. So we'll pop, 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 pop until they're gone. And then we'll do it. I'll say, let's do it three more times. So we're just going to get deep breaths here and kind of chill. So I love bubble blowing. It's just a classic green screen. It was one of the very first ones that um, I drew these bubbles, you guys, first of all. Wow. I drew them on Procreate. Yeah. Procreate's amazing. I draw all my stuff on there now. I learned this from a YouTube tutorial about how to draw bubbles. And oh my gosh, I got so obsessed with drawing bubbles. But anyway, I drew these bubbles and I'm very proud of them. We drew them and now you can pop them. So these are, this is just one of the activities that I love, but let me show you another one. Um, This is not a play spark. This is more of, um, if you use super simple songs on YouTube, I like to take screenshots of my super simple songs screenshot them and then put them as virtual backgrounds and do the songs. So if we were doing five little ducks, I 
pull up the first part. So there's five little ducks. And then, you know, we'll sing the song. Mama duck said, quack, 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 quack. But only how many came back? And I just, Four. I like this so much more than the YouTube videos because no ads. I know there are ways to embed it into a PowerPoint to avoid ads, but there's so much when I share a, a YouTube video, it usually goes south for me because my kids want, like I'm having to pause it where I want to make sure that they're imitating. But when I do this, I have full control over how yeah. the rate of the song, how we're going to sing the song, how to modify the song. So I highly recommend taking screenshots of your YouTube songs, putting them on the green screen. Yeah. And singing them together. And I really like that because I'm a big fan of YouTube and this makes a lot of sense because a lot of times it's hard to like pause and then get them to say it. And then exactly. the video's like still playing and you're like, oh, wait, let's rewind that. And it's, it gets a little hairy, I guess we could it say. It can get a little hairy. So, yeah. yeah. So which population would you say using a green screen is best for? Originally, I would have said um, preschool. But now I think I'm really going to change that answer because um, obviously having worked with Kylie, Kylie sees ki kids, adolescents, and adults mm -hmm. and uses the green screen with all. So oh. she has been able to do like community in interventions. So she'll pull up a grocery store and let's say we like, we need to get milk. Am I in the right aisle? Am I in the wrong aisle? Who do we need to ask? You know, working through community um, just scenarios that's a really good thing that you can do with the green screen it feels really in interactive with the background you can also just pull up worksheets so you can do school age kids and pull up your worksheets and use those as backgrounds i i really think it can be it's just another tool for engagement on teletherapy so any age any group good yeah i mean it sounds like that to yeah, me as well i think for any group yeah, any yeah. age yeah. so then um we are finally up to our tips and trips, tips and tricks. I can't talk anymore. Pregnancy tricks. took my fluency away. Okay. I used to pride myself on my fluency. <laughs> but, tips um, or tricks. Yeah. I think also because my diaphragm is up at my boobs now, it's just like I can't be fluent. But your face is glowing and you look so beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> well, so in this segment, we like to give practical life and therapy advice to listeners, just like anything that can be easily applied to life or therapy just as soon as tomorrow um, with little to no prep. So who wants to go first? I vote Maria. I knew what she was going to vote for. <laughs> well, my tip is to drink alcohol. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my tip well, I can't do that. Right. So I can't do that tomorrow. Can't do that tomorrow. So therefore I'll give you another tip. Thank you. My tip. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, hold on. What kind of tip? Well, I'm in person. So I'll, uh, you know, I'm going to give a tip for in-person sessions. So my tip is to use this very cool website. It's called online timers. I'll put the link in the show notes and they have really cool timers and they could pick like a robot or they could pick like canoeing and you can pull up a really cool timer as a good way to structure your session. Oh, that's cool. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it's really cool. The uh, website. So yes. So I recommend to use the app. Oh, online stopwatch. And they have like a rocket timer or like a jetpack timer. So let them pick the timer. You know? I love that. 
Yeah, it's great. Thank you. All right. And then, so Serena, do you have a tip or a trick that you can give to the listeners? I don't know if this is a tip. It's more like general advice. Um, Mm -hmm. If you're an early SLP, um, don't make your goals so specific. That's all I want to say. Make them more general so that you can work. I think that this is totally just a vague statement, but I really was looking back at some old videos of myself in therapy you know, as you, as one does in COVID when you're reflecting on the past. And Mm -hmm. man, when I was a younger therapist, I really had some very specific goals, but it really limited my therapy in a lot of ways, especially for play-based goals. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just feel like loosen up a little bit and, Mm -hmm. um, go with the flow and your therapy sessions will be just as effective and maybe even more so. I like that tip. Yes. Yes. I mean, I guess be specific enough so that you can know what you're targeting, but that's it. But don't, yeah, don't drive yourself crazy beyond that. Mine were so specific. I mean, I'm talking like ridiculous, like a goal that you really can't target because the opportunities for this goal to arise are not likely. So like, (laughs) you know, I, I would have just bizarre goals and I would, I watch those videos and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm like creating a completely non-natural environment to make this child do this goal that I created. That was very specific. <laughs> that right. makes right. No sense. Um, but also make sure that you get Deborah's coloring books. Those books have changed my life. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I nice. use them. I'm not kidding. I'm not joking. I rely so heavily on my coloring books. They are my therapy. Oh my goodness. Thank you. I'm serious, Deb. I love my (laughs) books. I I use them constantly. They are, my kids know them so well. And I actually took a video of my kid last week because he said, I couldn't get him to say it again. He said, I don't want to do iPad. I want the coloring books. Wow. He doesn't like the iPad. He'd rather do the coloring book, the whole thing. Cheers to your coloring. Thank you. I mean, because they were essentially created by kids and I think that's why and because the beginning I drew them by hand everyone's like did you do that um and they even ask people people tell me that all the time every time they use that so I think kids like that I think that my newest book is too nice and kids won't like it as much because it looks too like careful it's better when I just like draw and I'm not that careful um I'll let you know Dub. All right. Well, yeah. No, I'm going to use it. Well, too. you both have, well, I sent it to Serena. I didn't send it to Maria yet. The first <laughs> pages that I've completed. So you, I think they look them. great personally. Me same here, but Thank I you. do remember using the coloring books, like one of your like first or second one. And one of my yeah. students was like, did you draw them? And I'm like, no, my friend did. And she that's like, what I say. It. My friend did. Oh, yeah. I'm like, my friend did. I'm not this talented. <laughs> I look back and I cringe. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope people don't start complaining that they bought these. Um, But thank you. So I appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you. You know why I really love them? Because they work so well. Yes. Like I don't really do a ton of phonological processing, just a little bit. Um, But most of my kids that were working on play-based intervention. So what's crazy is those, I can actually use them though. Like I'll pull out, you know, I'll just let my kid pick a letter and we end up doing, you know, a crazy imagination game with the letter p and what what would this character say and what would this character do and we and my kids love to pick a letter and just play so it doesn't all i mean it it has functions 
And I would, I would use pages like that. Like if they were already good at it and we weren't targeting it, I would just still use it because it was like, okay, so this is just like a, something they're good at. And then the next page will do something that they're actually targeting, but it just like maintains confidence. Absolutely. It really does. They love it. And a lot of my kids, once they finished one sound, they want to always go back to that page and do it again. Um, so, you know, if we've mastered K, you can pull out the K and C pages. We'll just do them because you're so good at them now. Yeah. Like, why not? Yeah. Reinforcement. Yeah. So Deb, do you have a tip or trick? I do. And I'm going to talk about this at the South Carolina Speech and Hearing Association on yes. Friday, February 12th. I don't know when this episode's coming out, so we don't know when, but um, it's about autonomy. And basically it's just like something I'm going to talk about. And it's just like, you know, as human beings, we just innately want to have some control over our lives. And um, so that's why I like to ensure that if I am doing therapy, I'm giving the kids some type of autonomy, whether it means that they make a choice of what they're doing or pick what timer, pick the timer. Or I pick up, like I pull up a, either a, a PDF of a coloring page. And if they're using zoom, I let them color it in. And I do the tip of use the highlighter instead because the coloring actually colors on top of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just give your kids some type of autonomy, like let them show you a toy, let them talk to you for a little bit too long about. Do you something. feel like that's partially like just what giving up the control? That's the therapy tip that I really feel like yeah. everyone, you got to give it up and yeah. let your kid run with it a little. A little, because it's hard to be a kid. You're just controlled all day. It's like you pee when they say, you eat what they say. And we're like, it's no, like, not that. No, no, no. <laughs> Do it this way. I know. It's not time for that. Sometimes um, I feel like a kid, don't you guys? <laughs> I don't even know how I'm 32 years old. I'm like, I don't even know how that happened, but I don't like, feel like it. Sometimes so. you just feel like there are so many rules. Can I just too many eat, rules? Yeah, just bake without cutting it and just eat it in my car. Yeah, hundred percent. Why can't I buy a birthday cake even though it's no one's birthday? I want one. Yeah, you, you should. should do that. What are the rules? There aren't any. There aren't any, especially in quarantine. You can just get cake, and I never have, and I still haven't. <laughs> well, you go get a cake. That's and the I real advice. Yes. And look, and he's here. And she a has shark. a shark. She's showing us a shark. shark. That's like a scary version of baby shark. It's like, that's like a scary I know. Shark. He's actually, he's a problem shark. He's a problem. Yeah, I don't All know. All my little characters have personalities, and this one is a problem. This Ooh. one is a problem. This is a, a grumpy octopus. Oh. Yeah. They, with your underwater kind of, background? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I got to get that one. Everyone go check that underwater background out. Um, You don't need a green screen. You can just pull it up on your iPad, really. Right. There's so many different options. And just start simple and then you'll see the results and see how great and fun it is. And then you'll be more motivated to use it as well. 100%. And then uh, Serena, do you have a quote or a mantra to leave us with another one? I didn't tell you you needed to. I think it should be eat cake. Yeah, eat cake when you want it. <laughs> eat cake whenever you want eat it. Go get a cake. Go Dress get it. Want nobody's opinion matters. That's oh, right. that's a good one. That's good. I like that one. No one's opinion matters. And I encourage anyone to get cake this week and post a picture of it and tag us in it. Oh my! If you do, I'll be so mad that I haven't gotten a cake yet. <laughs> well, you better go get a cake so you can participate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. And on that note, that's been uh, our episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. Please tune in every Monday. We'll have new episodes posted. You can listen on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Please review um, us on iTunes. We love reading those reviews and appreciate your support. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Leave a review. Thanks for listening to SLP's Wine and Cheese podcast. If you're loving the show, please take the time to rate and review us on your podcast player. If you want more bonus content, please check us out at patreon.com slash SLP's Wine and Cheese.